episode 19, where Alex and I discuss a listener's question. Welcome, everyone, to Parenting Trap. Today, we are covering questions from viewers. Thank you so much for submitting your questions. All right. I'm going to read off the first question, and then um, this. uh, here we go. I have a three-year-old and an eight-month-old infant. My family's just moved from California to Florida, and our new rental has a pool. I have been exploring and implementing RP, respectful parenting, I believe is what they mean there, since our oldest turned two and since our youngest was born. And I've been very pleased with the results and the reduction of tension in our house. However, my wife wants to do emergency swim training for our kids, just in case they access the pool without our knowledge. I understand the risk, but it doesn't feel right to me to force lessons on them before they can consent or understand the risk themselves. How can I explain to my wife my reservations of forcing them to do the swim lessons? That's a heavy this one. This is a heavy one. This is a tough question, um, but I really like it. Yes. Um, so I'm going to acknowledge first, I think it's really important to say that um, disagreements between uh, parents, they're really common. And I I want to focus on the, um, the question of what I think about swim lessons and how to handle that, um, how you navigate that with your partner. Um is kind of between you guys and, and if I think if there's issues there, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing this as like necessarily, um, you trying like what you need to say to convince your partner. It's not that, but I think, um, you know, if there's bigger issues there, you know, there are people who can help you with the relationship part of these discussions as far as the respectful parenting approach to swim lessons is what I'm. I'm yeah. So we of... should focus on the swim lessons, yeah. but, um, but when it comes to adults interacting with other adults, um, I would always advocate for respectful communication, being open and honest with your partner about your feelings and empathizing with them and trying to see what, where they're coming from. So I would actually start with the empathy first and say, Oh, I hear that you're really, scared about this pool being accessible by our children and you're worried about their safety. And that sounds really hard. And you can even leave it at that. Um, and, and then bring up your concerns later, but empathizing first is huge. The Gottman Institute, uh, has some great resources on how to discuss tricky issues with partners. Um, so that would be and uh, there's another one. What is it? Respectful. There's a um, several. What's it? Oh man, I can't, I can't think of it. We'll put it in the. Sh- we can find it and then put it in the show notes. Or if you think about it, non-violent. There's nonviolent communication, but that's not what I was thinking of. There's a lot of resources out there for adults to be able to communicate with other adults. And what's funny is a lot of what they say is the same stuff that we say for kids. Yeah. So it makes sense. Thing. Um, so I, I wanted to preface it with that. Um, but now let's get into the conversation of swim lessons and what do you do? I I definitely understand this concern. Um, drowning is a real issue and any body of water, whether it be, um, uh, pools, bathtubs, (laughs) little, even those little, um, right now we, it's getting warm here where we live. And I've got a little mini pool in our backyard. Um, just like a kiddie pool. Um, those are dangerous too. Um, so, so it's, it's a, it's a real risk and it's certainly something to be concerned about. Yes. Um, and yeah, um, 
lessons though for you. They start, they can start lessons very, very young. And there's a whole lot of different types of lessons. There's the type of lesson where they kind of put the kid in the water and teach them to float on their back. And I know it can be a little traumatic, (laughs) like um, the kids will be screaming and crying, but they kind of, they just do exposure therapy. Basically it's exposure therapy against the kid's will. Um, and people swear by that one because it apparently teaches them to flip over and float on their backs. So I think that's the one that, that people say keeps the kids most safe. Then you have the swim lessons where, you know, the parent is in the water with the child and you try and like get them to come in and you might play with them and they might try and teach you how to swim. Um, so there's a whole, you know, spectrum there is a of, spectrum uh swimming lessons yeah so i'm not sure what this particular parent what kind of lesson they are they have in mind or what they wanted to do if you have something like an eight month old that's oftentimes that exposure floating um swim lessons two-year-old you might actually be trying to train them to uh be able to swim so if they fall in they could get to the top and swim to the edge it's hard to know um but i i would um my point of view and and we can discuss nuances here too, but the way that I see it is no matter what, um, your children are your responsibility for keeping them safe. You can never rely on a child to uh, save their own, keep themselves safe. safe. Right. So I, if you are ever around a body of water, I understand this is hard. If you have doors to the outside of your home, you need to put locks on them and make sure that they are locked, put them up high. Yeah. So your kid doesn't, because I know my, my two-year-old already knows how to get out of some safety um, lock doors and they learn real fast. So put it up high where they cannot reach it and they won't be able to reach it for a very long time and keep it locked all the time. And anyone that goes into your home that's caring for your child, make sure that they know to keep it locked and make sure that their child, the children are indoors and safe at all times, unless you are ready to go swimming or ready to monitor them around the pool. Yeah. So never, ever, ever be around water without being 100% attentive. That means putting the phone away, not trying to text your, you know, (laughs) your grocery list or chatting on the phone. And be careful if you're with friends. If you are at a party or even if it's a small gathering and there are a lot of adults around, you might think someone is watching. There's so many people here. Someone is watching. And that's when accidents happen more often than not, because you think that someone else is watching. So be very vigilant. I mean, I've had some scares, several scares around water and it's, it's really scary. And it's always been with multiple people around. Yeah. Um, so yeah, absolutely. I actually have a, um, a story of a friend of mine who, um, was chatting with a friend by the poolside, just a conversation and, all of a sudden looked over and down and her kid was at the bottom of the pool. She didn't hear anything. She didn't see anything. It happened just, and the kid was fine. Thank goodness. Um, but it happens without you. You think you're going to hear a kid fall in because there's going to be a splash or a struggle and you need to make sure your eyes are on your children at all times around water. And that there is at least one dedicated adult with your children, ideally with young children within arm's reach. Um, so I would, uh, I would just preface everything with that. Um, yeah. So lessons or no lessons, it does not matter. You are responsible and your child should never be responsible for their own safety around water. Which is, this is a good point. So I haven't even looked this up, but are there statistics on kids who take swim lessons and 
them being safer around water, right. especially with young, like two, three-year-olds. Yeah. I was actually recently, I did look this up a little bit before the show and um, I didn't dig into it very deeply, but um, the, the statistics actually show that it's uh, wildly um, inaccurate. So, so some studies will show that children who know how to swim might be able to get to the edge more um, safely, but of us in, there was a one study that I read actually, I didn't even read through it. So I'm going to be honest. I kind of just like glanced at it where, um, some portion of children of, of the children that fell into a pool and had like a, um, a pool accident, like basically fell in, um, the children who had swim lessons did not necessarily statistically do better, uh, and I can imagine a thousand reasons why that would be the case. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, it, and the kids who knew how to swim versus the kids who knew how to float, I think were two different categories. So um, I'll, I'll try and find that study and put it in the show notes if you guys are interested in reading it. But it's there's no guarantee that your child is going to actually be better off if they fall into a pool and they've had lessons. And and my, my theory on this is very likely uh, when you are doing lessons, you are bringing your child to pool at routine time. They have an instructor, whether it's you or an actual instructor. instructor. Um, the circumstances are different mm-hmm. than when a kid tends to accidentally fall into the pool because they're, you know, or trying to reach in and grab a toy that's floating right. or whatever. Well, it is. and a lot of times um, it it might be that they're not uh, they're clothed, they're fully clothed, like they're not they don't have their bathing suit on. And when you have shoes and like a sweater or a jacket, I mean that's a lot different. It's a lot of yeah, absolutely, it is different. Yeah. So you can't create that emergency that sort of um, accidental scenario. Yes, in every case. So you yes. know it's just. Yeah. So, so bottom line is you're responsible for your own kids. We never answered the question whether or not swim lessons are respectful. That was, so that was where I was going to get to next. And I just wanted to like, make it clear that I I just don't think that it's appropriate to ever expect your child to like, Oh, actually part of the research was this too, which is super interesting. It makes a lot of sense when a child um, ends up with swim lessons, parents tend to loosen their guard around pools because they think that their kid is going to be safer. So there's some evidence to suggest that they, exactly, that parents actually um, uh, take a bit more risks. Right. So that, that's definitely something worth, worth thinking about. If you are going to be doing these lessons and then think, oh, thank goodness, I don't have to worry so much, or you're not going to be getting that lock high on the door because you think, well, in case the things open, doors left open, my kid's safe. Um, mm-hmm. You might actually be, uh, um, that might be way more risky for you and your family. So right. just something to keep in mind. Yep. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. So, but swim lessons, let's get into that because yeah. I, I, we, I think we do have some opinions about <laughs> whether or not that's appropriate. Um, yeah. Well, I've heard, uh, I did not put my kids in swim lessons and when my kids were, Let's see. My oldest was um, one and my youngest was not born yet. And then he was born and we left when my oldest was five. We lived in a community with a pool and they loved the pool. Um, So I did spend a lot of time there. I did not put them in swim lessons. I heard a lot about swim lessons. Lots of people loved them. 
many for the safety reasons, some just because they wanted their kids to learn to swim. Um, I don't really like that type of structured activity for kids. I found a lot of people complaining that the their kids hated the swim lessons because they were being forced to do things in the pool that the kid didn't feel safe doing. Um, and I, I kind of prefer a more kid, child-led approach. I see swimming as riding a bicycle, the same as walking, sitting up, talking. Um, when they're ready, they will be motivated to learn. So my oldest, just one day, said one day because we have the, you know, the puddle jumper swim floaty life jackets for the kids. Um, and one day he said, actually it was here at my sister's <laughs> I remember, remember yep. it was, I thought it was uncle, um, or Brady, there uncle was that too. So okay. that was the second time. Okay. So the yeah. first time was we were here and, uh, my sister has a pond. It's a very small little man-made pond in her backyard and the kids were in it and it's very shallow. So it was like up to their chest and my oldest suddenly just went under. It just went, but he can stand up. And I remember looking at him thinking like, is everything okay? <laughs> and he pops up and he says, how do you go in the water and stay up? And I said, what? And he was like, how do you do this and stay up? And I realized he meant, how do you swim? And I was like, oh, that takes a lot of practice and we can practice that. And then we went to our aunt and uncle house, aunt and uncle's house, um, yeah. uh, aunt Jane and uncle Mac. And uh, he just said, I want to do it without the floaties. And it terrified me. It was so scary, but he just jumped in. He would jump in near the, in the shallow end, kind of close to the stairs, next to the stairs. And then he would swim to the stairs. And I stood there and I watched him the entire time. I have video of this and it's funny because um, <laughs> in the video, I look so stiff. And every time he jumps in, I go like this. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like making my to... body do what I want his body to do. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard not to. It's the kind of that you breathe. You can breathe. Yeah. Pretty sure I aged for like 10 years that day. That yeah. was a really, really tough time, but it was great. And he learned so much and he did great. He had a couple scares. I think he got a couple uh, like mouthfuls of water and I picked him up and he coughed it out. But, um, but yeah, and now he knows how to swim. He, he taught himself. He was, he was, how old was he then? He was about four. I was going to say This was before we moved. So he would have been about four. Yep. So cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so but, personally, I don't really like them. If your kid yeah. wants them, you can try them out. Sure. Yeah. If they like them, keep going. But I, I personally would not stick with it if there's, um, if, if no one is enjoying it. If anything, mm -hmm. I think that can cause the opposite reaction, which is them to be, um, to not like the water and then be not want to learn later. Like it can, it can make the learning process take longer for a lot of kids. A lot of kids don't respond to that pressure. Right. right. Yeah. And they may actually avoid pools if their first few interactions with pools are um, struggling and upset and uncomfortable and lots of crying, which some kids that's what swim lessons look like. Yes. Um, so yeah, I guess I, I, do you have anything else to add? I no, think that's pretty. Do you have another opinion? I'm assuming we're on the same page. I'm, I'm on the same page. I'm kind of against lessons in general. Um, and, and it does, you're right. I'm, I'm, I would even go so far as to say, you know, certainly swim lessons, but I, I wouldn't actually enroll my child in really any, 
extracurricular lessons until the age of around seven, eight anyway. And if my child asked for it, I would allow, I might allow that, I might let them experiment with it. But if they were having a tough time and wanted to stop, I would take them out immediately. I think um, it's, there's no benefits to forcing the child in that situation. And yeah, I'm, I would be afraid of it um, creating a, a, a scenario where my child disliked, started to dislike whatever right. lesson they were in. Right. So, and I wouldn't want them to be more fearful of water. I wouldn't want them to stop enjoying the fun that water can be um, because their associations are all stressful. Right. But yeah. Um, yeah. I know summer's coming up and this is probably, this maybe is on a lot of parents' minds and it's a real issue. Be attentive. Make sure that your kids don't have access to water without a supervising adult. And um, ultimately, at the end of the day, you are responsible for your children's well-being around things like water. Um, Get creative with the solutions, too. Yeah. So just because uh, an apartment complex has a pool, um, and even if it has a gate around it, because I'm assuming most do, I think that's law now uh, in the United States, at least, um, you still make sure that you take the precautions you need to at home. Um, and, and yeah, get creative, like yeah. make sure that there is absolutely no way your child can come into contact with that water without a supervising adult. Yeah. As hard as that might be, it could be, it could save your child's life. So, yes. um, yes. yeah. And even if you do decide on lessons, that still holds. Yep. Oh yeah. 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 Don't rely on lessons I, for safety. Yeah. yeah. So we, we said it, we Big said one. it maybe now like three or four times. <laughs> I just wanted to continue to reiterate that, that, yes. that, that lessons are not going to be the thing that saves your child from falling in the water at the end of the day. It should be completely inaccessible to them. It should not happen. Right. Ideally. It just does not happen. Yep. Um, so, oh, 